Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Absent. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama spooky cast. Ooh. Ooh. It's not October anymore, but we did watch Sabrina. Which is spooky. Which is spooky. People keep asking me, they're like, how is it? And I'm like, spooky. It is spooky. And they're like, is it scary? And I'm like, it's spooky. It's it's eerie. Yes. And it has some moments that, like, could be terrifying for certain people. Oh, yeah. One girl I work with is just, like, she can only watch one episode a night, and... I mean, she gets very creeped out. I guess I can see that. I said it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we watched uh, Sabrina, uh, it, because no Riverdale. Now we were incorrect about how it was going to be released because I think we really thought it was going to be like a weekly release. Um, but no. it's a full Netflix exclusive. Yeah, they dropped uh, it. Yeah, and well, I mean, I, you could, they said I was do Netflix releases as um, weeks by weeks. Well, yeah. So let's talk about a little bit. Um, they called a part. So mm-hmm. it's not season, which may seem like a small thing, but it, that is an interesting. Well, it means that more Sabrina could come at any time. Kind of, yeah. It mean it means sort of means that, uh, as well as just by the way it's structured, it's structured like a Netflix series. It's not structured like a TV show. It's interesting. So we're only going to talk about the first episode today. Yeah, but I actually watched the second one. Yeah, and the two episode, like the first two episodes together. Make an extended pilot. That's, that's sort of what I what um I heard. I heard that the first that the first two are kind of like these. This is the pilot for the the yeah, series, and then the rest kind of kicks off from there. Yeah, but I mean, once again, it still is put out as this is chapter one. This is yeah. the first one, so that's um, why we're just doing this one. We're not doing the full two hour. No, because you know what? We tried to talk about a two hour thing once, and that was Twilight, <laughs> and that was agony. Well, and also like if you are just watching this show. You make your decision after this episode. Yeah, you decide if you want to watch more. Yeah, because it, it ends with like a cliffhanger, but not a, oh, I need to see what happens next cliffhanger. Just like, okay, next yeah. episode. We didn't make it to Halloween, so yeah. maybe I want to see Halloween. Halloween of this year. Halloween of this year. <laughs> so I don't understand why there wasn't a Riverdale episode on Halloween, though. Yeah. Because it would have dropped on Halloween. and. Their target audience is teenagers, so yeah. they're not going trick-or-treating, but they're also not going to Wednesday night parties. Yeah, especially if they, like, went full in for a spooky one. Yeah. Well, why didn't they drop the Sabrina midnight... on Halloween? Yeah. I feel like that would have been perfect to drop Sabrina on Halloween. I guess maybe they wanted to have people watch, like, a couple episodes, then they'd be like, Halloween, perfect time to binge the rest of the series. Maybe. I don't know. They probably didn't think about this nearly as much as we did. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems so obvious. You have a gap right there. You could fit it, fit it right in. Do it. So, Kevin, have you heard a lot of people buzzing about Sabrina in your life? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's something that I definitely have heard people uh, talking about. I've heard good and bad. I've heard all sorts of, like, round bits. Some people being like, oh, man. To be fair, a lot of the positive stuff is more on how things look. And, it like, is a gorgeous show. And people just, like, being like, oh, man, this character or this thing. And less of, like, critical responses to it that's fair well it's still new i'm sure most people haven't made it through all 10 episodes yet and it probably is one of those ones where you need to watch the whole people at my work are very upset about this show they don't understand why it's sabrina why did they have to do that i thought it was gonna be sabrina why isn't there fun magic and why isn't the cat talk and why isn't it harvey and sabrina so i don't get that it's called the chilling adventures of sabrina based on the the new comics. And I, like, listened to it for a long time. They're like, well, why didn't they just make a different show? Why did they have to call this Sabrina? And finally I was like, it's based on a comic book. Called The Chilling Adventures of, of Sabrina. Like, Is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, more... Yes. <laughs> I'm more chill with this show because it's based on, like, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is a comic book that is the darker, like, you know, real witch version of 
This seems loyal to its source material. Yeah, it feels like that way. Whereas Riverdale, though, to be fair, I haven't read an Archie comic since probably 15 years. Yeah. Riverdale does seems to hate its source material. It does at times feel like it is at odds with itself. But also Sa- love it. Sabrina, if there's something to say about Sabrina, Sabrina feels like it revels in itself. Mm-hmm. Sabrina is so... It's better than Riverdale. And- I, th- I think that's part of the reason why we can't really do... Like a review thing of it is that it's. I mean, we'll we'll go through this. Maybe it'll be a good response. Maybe a good thing to have this. But I I don't feel like I could do a ongoing an ongoing episode by episode just, recap. just because like it is it's good, but it's also kind of like it's hard to say. It's not it's not bland. Clearly, it's a much slower. So actually, I read an article about it earlier yeah. today because I can't remember what I was looking up. But it's a much slower moving story. Well, it's because they're, they're taking advantage of the Netflix thing. They're they're treating it as one full episode, it looks like. And it's very atmospheric, whereas um, Riverdale is breakneck pace, plot, 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 oh plot, God. plot. Yeah. Whereas with this, to be honest, we, like I said earlier, we don't even get to her birthday in the first episode. Yeah. This, this one also, like, even though you say it's slower, it also does keep action moving. Yes, like, but it's not storyline. Yeah, and we get, we get, like, lingering shots. We get moments of just, like, atmosphere, which Riverdale doesn't always get. Like, sometimes you're just in a place and you don't know what day it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one makes it very clear you know what day it is and what year it is. It's true. All right, do we want to get into it then? Well, let's get into it. So this is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Part 1, Episode 1, Chapter 1, October Country. October Country. So we start with credits off the hop. Yep, and his animated opening, and it's very colorful. It's so, it's like spooky and cartoony. A lot of yellow. It's a lot more comic book aligned. Like we see, I want to pretty sure it's the cover to the comic book where you see her um, all in uh, like monotones with just mm-hmm. the S on her. Well, and it's delightful because you know who each character is yep. because they show you them yep. in the drawings. Yep, so you can tell who's going to be a main character and who's not. And you know what? The show delivers. The main characters of the show are main characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all there. They're all there, and they're all doing stuff. And I've watched two more episodes, and they keep doing stuff. <laughs> they continue to do stuff. They continue to be main characters. Awesome. Uh, so we get into the main show itself, and Sabrina gives us a real good Jughead intro. It's real classic. It's a storybook tale of a girl who's half witch and half human and has to make a choice. Her witch side or her mortal friends. I, once again, I said this when we, when we watched the trailer for it. She does set up as, like, the witch side of her family or the human side of her friends. And I'm like, or the human side of her family. But watching the show, she doesn't know the human side of her family. Yeah, that's true. Her mom's the dad. Yeah. And, and apparently she has no other relations. I mean, you can sort of see that. See that because, like, if you're, you know, if you're married into a witch family, I don't think you can be super <laughs> open with your... Yeah, the rest of your family is not, like... Yeah. And and very clearly, there's something up about her parents. So, like, that'll be something that's unwrapped as it goes along. Exactly. Uh, but we meet Sabrina Spellman. She is watching classic horror. She's watching The Day of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yes. <laughs> and she's a huge horror movie fan. There's one thing we learned about Sabrina very, very quickly is that she is very smart. She is very feminist. 
And she is very into storytelling. And they do this in a very good way. Dialogue! Well, no, not even just dialogue, but, like... They they introduce this stuff in ways that like make like they're at a horror movie. She's not scared of the horror movie. She also likes horror movies. She can say all these things about it. Mm-hmm. She gives a very nuanced and smart overview, a uh, recap, like yeah. dissection, and she's super excited to talk yeah. to her friends about it. But then as they're leaving, she sees these footballers. Yeah, we yeah we get a, we get a little bit of foreshadowing there where we see some footballers, and her friend Susie is like scared of the footballers. So like, hey, that's something we don't get in. I don't want to keep comparing this to Riverdale, but hey, that's some subtlety. Foreshadowing. <laughs> that's some subtlety, subtle foreshadowing as well. And then they meet a strange teacher, Miss Wardell. Thank you. They've said her name numerous times, and I never the, it did not stick in my the head. The original name I wrote down well, for a while. I wrote down teacher, and then I was like Boardwell. <laughs> it, I looked it up. Well, because it's not that they say it unclearly or anything. It just, like, it would not stick in my yeah. mind. We do see it at one point, but that's, like, you're already over halfway into the episode by now. So I just looked up, like, main characters. Ah, uh, uh, there we go. Wardwell. So Mrs. Wardwell is a bit of or a... Wardell. Str- Wardell. Wardwell, whatever. Is a, we're just going to call her a strange teacher for now. Yeah. Well, her name will change later. Sure. You'll see. Okay. Um, she's she's a bit of an odd duck, but you know Sabrina is very lovely and very kind, and is like you can come with us to the diner to talk about the movie. The name of the diner is Doctor Cerberus, which is awesome, <laughs> which I like. Which was not I don't think the name of the diner in the opening credits when you see it in the cartoon version. I don't, I don't think it's called. Think uh, so. I'd know. have to go back and check. But the strange teacher is like, no, no, no. I love horror movies, but I'm not going to hang out with these students. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got papers to grade, which is nonsense. She's a teacher for 15-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just doesn't want to... Hang out with 15-year-olds. They keep on making her seem so creepy. But she's, but she's really not. just a normal sad woman. <laughs> normal. Yeah, so she, uh, she heads off and... Uh, and, and, like, Bad Moon Rising starts to play. And it all seems very spooky. And then she is spooked yeah. by a spooky street girl. Yeah, she almost runs someone over. Then she gets out of the car. But they're gone. But, but they're just behind her. Well, I like how the beginning of this series definitely revels in horror movie tropes. Which mm-hmm. usually I'd be like, these are horror movie tropes. But by starting out by being like, we're watching a horror movie. Sabrina's into horror movies. To have it some horror works. movie tropes happen... Is mm-hmm. like you have set us up for it, and the show kind of. I think at this point we're a little bit supposed to be like, well, is this strange teacher a good strange teacher or a bad strange teacher? Do you mean about how when they get back in the car and she's like, "Don't worry, we'll go down to my cottage down the road. I'll keep you safe." But then it keeps cutting between them, and I literally cannot decide who is creepier because every time they cut back to the um the woman in the back seat, the mirrors all weird so it kind of makes it seem like she doesn't have a face mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to miss uh ward wardell wardwell uh miss warden miss warden <laughs> mrs miss teacher lady um, it just won't stick it cut, i don't know it cut back to mitch it cut back to mitch teacher lady and she's like underlit and creepy and talking about her cottage we'll call the police when we get there and i'm like Who's going to murder who? Who's the bad guy? At this point, I think you're just going to murder each other. Yeah, they're just going to turn around and they're both going to have knives in their hands. <laughs> oh, you're also a killer? Yeah. Oh, let's work together. Yeah, that's what it's about. 
Anyway, so they're hanging out. They're dissect- dissecting the movie. They're talking about how it's about the Cold War and communism. I mean, clearly these kids went on to Reddit and read some, like, movie Before theories. And they're just, like, regurgitating to each other. But once again, that's a perfect teenage thing. Teenagers went online, learned some stuff, and they're just regurgitating information at each and other. And they're so excited. And Harvey's like... I just watched a movie because he didn't do that. He did not go online to search up information on Night of the Living Dead. The poor sweet boy is I just love like, so much. but this is just zombies. <laughs> slow zombies. Why them so slow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, there's a lot of teen stuff. And then more adorable teen stuff. Harvey's zombie chasing Sabrina home. And she says, Harvey Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself. Which is true. Which is true. So um, cute. He gets her a necklace in a tiny box, and he says that he loves her. And, you know, he thinks that he can't celebrate her birthday with her on Friday, so he wanted to give it to her now. Yeah. I, it was very unclear if he wanted to give it to her or also just say he loves her. But he does it both. This is the first time he said he loves her. This is a good teenage relationship. So cute. Because this is what teenagers, like, fret about. It's like, oh, I'm going to say I love her, but I want to say it at the right time. I should say it on his birthday. But I can't see her on her birthday, so maybe. I, so I guess I should Ooh. say it now? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to do it. And then she goes into this the is house. better than any, like, t- teenage relationship we've seen in Riverdale where it's Ever. like, how do I have sex with this person? Well, if there's one thing we know about Sabrina, it's innocent because the characters don't have sex. Yep. And that's because the showrunner is uncomfortable that an 18-year-old is playing a 16-year-old. And he's not okay with them having sex. He's not uncomfortable with just giving her a lot of nude scenes, though. I know. I read that and I was like, huh. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway, she pops into her house. She puts on some 1950s music with magic. Yeah. And she happy dances. Yeah, we get a few jump cuts there. She can kick real high. She got her teen- well, she got a teenage dance party going on. She's happy. Meanwhile, in... So, there's a common theme here. Did you notice how this was shot, Aaron? Okay, so... Not just this scene, but, like, a no, lot of scenes. there were a lot of scenes. scenes that were shot, like, slightly below, and all the edges were all fuzzy. So, that's called tilt-shift focusing. Oh, I know what tilt-shift is. Yeah. I used it all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Why are um, they doing it? I can't figure out what it's supposed to represent. Creepy? Like, tilt-shift focusing is very good at, fo- at focusing someone's eye on one perspective. This is something that I actually don't like about what Sabrina did with it, is they used it in, like, every scene just to different levels. Like, even when it's just, like people talking you can notice that the very edges are tilt shifted i was um, trying to figure out because they start using it more later and so i was trying to figure out if it had to do with um the cat no but I, it's not because it starts before the no, cat they, comes they they only use it in scenes where things are creepy and the more creepy it is the more they tilt fo- tilt shift it and i don't they use it too much love it it's yeah. too much if they had done it in certain scenes and those moments were like important like oh What's happening? This is weird. It's like um using a Dutch using a Dutch angle. Yeah. It's like oh, you use those important moments, and there it's a, it's a lot more like it feels a lot better. And it does work to make you feel uncomfortable, but I'm just kind of uncomfortable through everything. And then I start thinking about it too much. Well, then you start noticing it. And once again, in just in scenes where it's just Sabrina like talking to her aunts, I'm just looking at like all the things out of focus on the sides. That might just be me because uh, there's mm-hmm. something because no, I went to film school. I, I thought about it a lot too. All right, cool. They do it way too much. But, hey, in that world of tilt focusing. The te- the teacher lady cleaned up and fed the spooky street girl. Yeah. And the girl's like, oh, no, I was attacked by the woods. And the woman explains that in the woods. <laughs> the woman makes a weird decision. A weird leap. She's like, I was attacked by the woods. Ah, well, let me tell you about witches. <laughs> in the 1600s, we also had a witch hunt. Not just Salem. 
us. They always and- <laughs> they always do that. They're like, hey, Salem didn't have the only witch hunt. It's like, yeah, yeah we know. We know. <laughs> but these people are really upset that Salem took Got all, all the credit. Took all the credit for killing all the witches. Hey, we hung 13 witches in our woods. And now they haunt the woods. And which is a weird thing to bring up for someone who's like, oh, man, I was attacked in the woods. Well, you know, there's witch ghosts in there. And so the spooky street girl is like, how do you know that? <laughs> which also every, every dialogue, not even with Miss um, uh, Ward- Wardwell, Miss Creepy Teacher, yep. <laughs> um, around her. It's like someone else wrote that dialogue or someone else might have because every dialogue in Gets her scenes weird is weird and stilted. Yeah. Like, she she mentioned, hey, there used to be witches around here. How do you know so much? You mean, like, a basic fact about things happened? I'm a hi- history teacher in town. Well, not even that, Aaron. Imagine if I went up, to you, went up to you and I was like, did you know that in uh, 1942, a bunch of people went to war? Tell me more. How do you know so much about this? Wait, they went to war in 1942? Oh, yeah, that's when it ended. Mm. <laughs> Neither of those facts are correct. Right, isn't right? No, 1944 was the end. I can't remember not, World War II at all. 1939, <laughs> 1944. Yep. 1942 was D-Day in 1942. Mm, yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about Columbus. I'm like, yeah. there's a rhyme about it. Then I'm like, nope, the nope. rhyme is about Columbus. <laughs> nope, Columbus. In 1492, Columbus but sailed it, the ocean blue. But it, it, it would be like, you know, going and be like, ah, in, in 1939, the world went to war. How do you know so much about this? I just told you the most basic fact about it, but well, Kevin, sure. Because we needed a ham-fisted way for her to be like, I'm a teacher. And for a creepy street girl to be like, Sabrina Spellman? Oh, you know Sabrina? No. I do know Sabrina. Do you know Sabrina? No, I know her father, the traitor. Murder. I'm, I'm a devil girl. And she telekinesis a knife into Miss Bo- uh, Boardwell, Miss Wardwell, Miss creepy teacher woman's neck. Goodbye, creepy teacher woman. It's very violent as well. It's the most violent thing we've seen in, like... Anything. Yeah, even Riverdale. Like, Riverdale's not as violent as that. It goes into her neck and then spurts blood. And then she, and then she just lays there in a he's, pool of blood. He's, I'm going to say that uh, the creator of the show, Roberto, and all the people working on the show, took full advantage that this was a Netflix series. And they get to do what they want. <laughs> it is rated PG-14. And then, the then like, the girl sits down, and then she, like, becomes Miss... Uh, Creepy teacher lady. lady. <laughs> Why can't we do her name? I'm, it's Wardwell, right? <laughs> yeah. Lisa, I wrote it down, but now I'm second guessing myself. It won't stick in my brain, Kevin. <laughs> it's like how to pronounce Hiram. Miss it who? enters my brain and then leaves. Yeah, so Miss Who. Yeah, Miss yeah, Who. Miss Who. Uh, so Miss Who was killed, but then this demon girl became her. Ooh. Ooh. Which makes Sabrina wake up from scariness. I guess. Yeah. And we have some uh, some little exposition, but it's told well, through shots. Well, she picks up a photo of her parents from clearly 1910, right? It's because them's witches. But Witches live forever. But the mom is not a witch. The mom is not a witch. Also, this TV show is doing the Riverdale thing where it kind of takes place in all times. No, Aaron. No it times. takes place this year. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, none of them have cell phones. Yeah, but, Aaron, it takes place this year. I just, I think time progresses differently in Greendale. I I don't know. (laughs) No, it's just a weird choice to be, like, an old 1910 photo. 
Anyway, she goes over to her calendar. She marks off a day. We see the countdown to her birthday slash her dark baptism on Halloween. Sweet 16. Dark baptism. Which she wrote on her calendar. (laughs) Well, she's checking it off. Something something that only people in movies do. I do that sometimes. (laughs) But mostly I use my calendar to remind myself to clean my floors every Wednesday. It just says floors. All right. Anyway, then a bat breaks through the window. Then Sabrina smashes the omen with a book. Great work, Sabrina. And this is what we learn when we learn what day it is, which the joke I've been making this entire time, which I guess didn't make sense before I said this, because it is Tuesday, October 28th of this year. Did you not notice that? Was that a Tuesday? Well, that's not correct. No, no. It's, you know, it's not correct. Um, but it does, but <laughs> that's why, that's why it's the weirdest thing ever. It's like Tuesday, October 28th, uh, which makes me think, is time travel going to come in this show? Maybe. Because it's, it's so weird to, for something to say Tuesday, October 28th of this year. I mean, they are witches. <laughs> I bet there is time travel. Yeah, maybe. So are we going to get things that are going to be like Tuesday, October 28th of last year? Maybe. Ooh. Thanks, Sabrina. Um, so then we get to meet Sabrina's aunts. Yep. One yep. of which is uh, Eowyn from yep. Lord of the Rings. And the other which is British. Yep. And her For some reason, British cousin. Yeah. I don't know how this family's actually connected to each other. I don't know if they're actually related. They all, have the, same last, like... they all have the same last name is but the maybe thing. maybe that's just how witches just, like, make families and they just, like, grant last names. I mean, their last name's Spellman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll be, like, joining, I don't know, a, uh, I don't know, a masonry company and someone's last name is Smith. Yeah. They Not don't... mason company. Masonry coven, I coven, guess. Coven, Yeah. So they don't really explain why Ambrose lives there yet. Yet we we do get a little bit. Um, Ambrose is a necromancer. He's a necromancer because she yes. says no necromancy because he says he'll bring the bat back to life. They do a lot of cool like hints to things you can figure out. Mm-hmm. Like you like um, you essentially figure out that Ambrose. Let's start talking about these characters. Yeah. Um, Ambrose is half of Salem from the original TV series. Yep. He's on house arrest for seventy five years, but he looks like a teen. teen. A uh, uh, young adult. Young adult, yeah. He, and, and, he, and he keeps on calling Sabrina cousin, so we assume they're cousins. And so this is when we sort of get the information that, like, witches live for a real long time. Yeah. Um, and he... Uh, I What I would assume is that necromancy is bad. And, and that's he why he's... punished for necromancy. That's what I'm thinking. That's, that's the feeling I'm getting, because of what... They, like, they say no necromancy. And the house arrest on, thing. House arrest. Yeah. It's all assumptions. And that is a good way of doing it because, honestly, it's not important right now. And some things we learn later kind of build on that. Yeah. Uh, and um, this scene we also uh, – let's talk about Hilda. Hildy? Hilda. Hilda. Aunt Hilda is her fun aunt. She's the British one and she wears blue eyeshadow. <laughs> she's so randomly British. <laughs> that's how you know she's fun. Yeah. She's always a little bit nervous. Yeah. She's cooking. Yeah. Then we have Zelda. Who's her rigorous – intense aunt yeah zelda i always feel is about an inch away from killing anybody in any scene she's in oh yeah yeah she plops a book down in front of sabrina and declares that she has to pick a familiar this is my favorite thing i so so, one thing i'm gonna say really hard in control of um sabrina i love what sabrina does with magic Mm -hmm. i love that it's like sabrina you have this thing coming out and it's not treated like oh it's a ritual of power no it's like it's a bar mitzvah yeah and and like it clearly is full of power but they treat it in such a a great (laughs) down-to-earth way she's like you have here's a 
catalog of familiars that you should choose from. These are the three that I think you should pick from. The dog wants a friend. Yeah, so there's a dog, like a cute <laughs> little dog. There's a hedgehog yeah. and an owl. So brain's like, you know, I was thinking of going to my woods and getting my own <laughs> familiar. Like, mm. And I don't know why. I just love what Sabrina's doing with its magic system. It's really cool. And for someone cool. who really likes magic systems, the fact that they treat it almost so, like, it's almost boring in a way. Yeah, it's, like, mundane. Yeah, and it works for a show where they are all witches. Like, this is mundane for them. Yeah. She's got to flip over the catalog and pick, you know, what she's going to graduate into. <laughs> she's so, like, what she's going to wear to graduation. Well, and then they say, have you picked your baptism name? Yeah. Which, just like you do in Catholicism. Yeah. And she goes... Oh, yeah, and she wants to name herself um, Edwardia – oh, shoot, what's Diana. her mom's last name? Yes. Yeah, so which is her – Her dad's name made into a woman's name. Yeah, and then uh, – And her mother's name. Diana or Diane. Yeah. And yeah. they think that's sweet. Then she asks permission to go bury the bat that she killed in the pet cemetery. <laughs> well, no, no, can I bury the bat? And then Hildy's like, yeah, in the pet cemetery. And I'm like, that's a great reference. <laughs> so she goes off and she buries the bat in the pet cemetery. <laughs> yep. Uh, then Ambrose comes out to have a little chit chat, mm, and he yes. tells her that it's okay for her to be nervous about her dark baptism. Good, yeah, yeah. And then he asks her if she's told her friends yet, and she's like, "No." She has to leave. She has to go to to Hogwarts. I mean, dark <laughs> the, Hogwarts, the, the evil hard Hogwarts, dark school of magic and darkness. It's like the Academy of Darkness. Yeah. There's a lot of like synonyms where we're like, ah, the dark baptism, the. Church of the Night, the Path of Nights, <laughs> the Black Turn, the Black Death, <laughs> a lot of things like that. And Ambrose essentially is like, buddy, you got to tell your friends. It's not going to get any easier if you keep putting it off. Really, it's in this scene that we learn for sure he is half of Salem from yes. the uh, Melissa Joan Hart series. Yeah, and I, th- I think he's, I he's, do- a, he's, a, he's a little bit funny. He's there to help her. He's definitely morally ambiguous. And I think I do remember a cousin Ambrose character from the Sabrina comics. So they've obviously decided to be like, no talking cat. Yeah. But. Because in the, um, uh, the original series, Salem was a. Uh, you know, a warlock who was cursed to be a cat, a cat as a punishment. Yeah, for necromancy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Sabrina heads off in the woods and does a little familiar finding spell. She says that her familiar needs to come and find her so that they can be partners and protect each other. I'm gonna have to gush over this a little bit more. I love the re- the the be- she rings the bell, then the it, then it rings the bell, mm-hmm. and then a reverse. Or I think she ring- I think the way you're supposed to see she rings it twice, but then the bell keeps continuing and it almost fades out. And then it reverses back into the bell. Yeah, again. it's so cool. It's so cool. But once again, the tilt focus is super heavy in this scene. And then three witch girls show up: Prudence, Dorcas, and Agatha. Best names ever. They're super creepy. And Sabrina starts referring to them as the weird sisters. Yeah, they all accurate. Yeah, they all dress the same. They have the, they have the thing where they're all very three very clearly different people, mm-hmm. but they all dress the same and act the same. So it's. Very upsetting. And they do not want her half-breed, traitorous trash to come to their school. Her mudbloodness, if you yeah. will. Do they, she doesn't want to go to Dark Hogwarts. I mean, the cathedral. I mean, Dark. I mean, uh. <laughs> then they curse her. Yeah. And she stands there, she's like, are you cursing me? Well, I, well once again, once again, go with the mundaneness of this, this is just how teen, like, this is how teen witches bully each other, is yeah. they put a blood curse on her, and she's just like... Oh, come on, guys. Really? Is, is This is the equivalent of them, like, throwing water balloons at her. Or when they throw um, free uh, Slurpees yeah, yeah. in Glee. <laughs> because, like, if anything, she is more just, like, 
off, not off put. Yeah, she's like, oh man, I'm going to deal with this. And yeah. just like you have to do in. Uh, in, in Glee, Glee, when you get slushy, you got to run to school and shower. Yeah, I don't know why she couldn't shower at her house, which assume was closer. I guess so. I know. She so yeah, she has to run and literally wash the hex off. And she's whispering to herself like, "If I'm cursed, go away." She's yeah. she's doing a anti curse. Yeah, the way those spells essentially work in this world is that if they rhyme their spells. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and <laughs> then she works. sees her crying friend. Yeah. And it turns out the footballers sexually assaulted Susie. Yeah. Because they yep. wanted to prove if she was a girl or a boy. Yeah, the, these football players sound the worst. Way worse than the Riverdale football players. Yeah. Do you want to know who's also the worst? The, the principal. M- the principal of this school. So Principal Hawthorne is terrible in every way that a that a evil person, an evil teacher in a show can be by being disaffected and so essentially what happens is sabrina gets the details from Susie, and yeah. Susie is just broken down by the world she won't say the name also she has like a bloody lips so yeah they definitely hit her and so sabrina storms into the principal's office and yeah. she demands that the footballers are punished yeah and the principal's like well if you can't give me the names what am i to do she, she's like bring them all in and he's like oh he all but he's like oh but they're football players i can't do that and so it's infuriatingly realistic, is what it is. And then he ends the entire scene <sighs> by saying that if Susie finds it so challenging, she should find a different school to go to. Yeah, this this guy is just just the worst. He is Bronson Pinchcock, Prinshot, which is the guy who's from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, he's like a sitcom actor. He's doing a great job. I want to punch him in the face. And he deserves everything that happens to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's real. He's real bad. He's real bad. Uh, I just, my notes just say approach his principal who sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I have nothing written down except for like, man, he's just the worst. Good job, show. Anyway, um, Sabrina takes that back to um, Harvey and was like, we, like, you know, we got to figure this. We got to figure out who it is so I can bring him names. You got to do something like and this. And Harvey's like, I can help you investigate. I don't, I, I don't know like, what I can yeah, do. She, she's like, go, go to the football players. And I'm looking at Harvey. I'm like, Harvey's going to get shoved into a locker. Yeah, Harvey's not a football player. I think, I think the original, like, when he was a little bit more cooler, this Harvey does not look like the cool kid. Yeah, no. 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 Um, but then Miss Who... Shows up, and now she's a sexy teacher. She got sexy. She's a sexy, creepy teacher. I like the ongoing premise in everything, that if a demon takes over someone's body, they don't know how to be that person. No, they become a sexy version yeah, of them. she, that that demon or whoever it was that took over her, or maybe just a person who's possessing her, I don't really know. Um, and it's all, and it's not important. We'll learn later. Now starts wearing makeup. She's made her hair bouncy, gives she, her tight clothing. She's seen her. Just be her. I know it sucks that you have to be dowdy, but come on. But come on, try. You're supposed to impersonate someone. Be like, ah, oh, I took over this body. I'm going to change everything about them. No and one in- will notice. Including changing everything, she becomes obsessed with Sabrina. And so <laughs> she essentially is provoking Sabrina to clearly do something evil to Hawthorne. Mm. She doesn't care what it is, but she's also very clearly doing it. Oh, it's very obvious. Yeah, she brings so she brings young teenager into her office, like, hey, you know Hawthorne is a terrible human being. 
if he would just go away for a little while, you could probably fix the problem of toxic max- masculinity at this school. Yeah, she she essentially she has she has also read a Reddit post and is just regurgitating that information at. She knows what will get Sabrina to say things, so she yeah. knows what Sabrina's is like. What she's about. Yeah. And so basically, she convinces Sabrina that if the principal went away for a short time, yeah. Sabrina would be able to start up a club that would protect Susie. I do like the idea that when the principal comes back, he can't stop that club. <laughs> the club is already going. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't do it now. Which, to be fair, I think, I think, I think really the thing we need to go away about Hawthorne is Hawthorne just doesn't want anything to change. He wants to do as little yeah. work as possible. He doesn't want to bother with messing with the status quo. Yeah. So I bet if they did start a club, he'd just be like, oh man, if I do this, like someone will call their parents and I'm have to deal with parents have and to talk to people. That Zelda might come in. She's spooky. <laughs> She always smokes a cigarette, not by holding it. <laughs> she wants to smoke, but she doesn't want to touch it. No. That's disgusting. She's Who still uses a cigarette holder in this day and age? She's like a pair of tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that ends with like, like Sabrina being like, huh, maybe I can. So she goes to her friends and she says, we're going to start a feminist club. It's going to be great. We learn that Hawthorne hates all progressiveness because also her friend... I can't remember her other friend's names. Oh, uh, Susie, Susie and Rowan? Her uh, other friend. Her, her other friend, friend tried to open a Daughters of Black Panthers club, and he was just like, no. So clearly he just does not like progressiveness. And a raven spies on them. <laughs> yeah, a raven spies on them. And then, once again, in the clunkiest dialogue ever, Miss Borwell throws out some... Bordwell. That's the name I wrote down for her because I couldn't figure out what it was. Miss Who. <laughs> Throws out some exposition that is not necessary. I figure that out. Yeah, we get it. She looks and goes like, ah, my raven, my familiar. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. I, you already introduced familiars. Yeah, we know. I got the idea that if an animal's talking to a witch, it's a familiar. We're there. Who wrote this scene? Someone else. <laughs> so, someone else wrote this scene because the other ones are, every other bit of writing is so much better. Hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Diet Coke. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. been a week. It's been a long week. Yeah. That's uh, fair. We're to, me and Aaron are doing uh, NaNoWriMo. Yeah. So we're both going to write 50,000 words in a week. So that has taken up. In a week? In a month. In a month. It's taken up our time and a lot of our thought process. Right yeah. now I'm thinking about it. I know. Yesterday I accidentally drank a bunch of wine while I was writing and now <laughs> I have to have Diet Coke today. <laughs> Because you're just writing, you like get in the groove, then you're like more beverage, and then yeah. So expect a month of us being kind of out of it, or like really obsessed with minor elements of the TV show, yeah, which obviously relate to something that we're struggling with in the story we're writing. Yeah, yeah. It's what we're saying right now is prepare for a weird month. But you know what, Riverdale's already weird, so it'll we work. How's a diet coke? It's diet cokey. Cool. It's not cold enough, though, because I've been holding it for too long. Oh. oh. You want some? I don't want your hand warmth. Mm-hmm. So we have some little short series of scenes where Hilda gets a phone call at the mortuary. Yep. And we get some good character development for these characters. A young man has been stabbed. Yep. Hilda thinks it's terrible because he's a young man and he had a future ahead of him and now him's dead. Zelda's very excited for some blood. Because they need the blood mm, for the it, ritual. Yeah, human blood is best for the dark baptism great yep 
this is once again good character development for these characters so uh we have a scene where harvey and sabrina are heading home and harvey wants sabrina to ditch on her birthday plans with her aunts because she's only explaining them very vaguely and he's like just hang out with me i love you yeah and and like oh, he just wants to spend time with his girlfriend in this scene is the scene where i realize the actress who plays sabrina is so tiny yeah but like when she because when she turns him and like stops him, I'm like, God, she's so small. She's a very small she's woman. She's a very small woman. She was a good person to, to pick to play a 15 year old who's not 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she tells Harvey that she's moving and he doesn't really understand. And so she Harvey's takes, super insightful. Also, like he's he clearly he puts pieces together. Yeah, like and, and like she honestly doesn't lie that badly, even when he's like, what's the name of it? She's like. Uh, oh, I can't remember. It's just like it's on the tip of my tongue. And like, he's which like, is the why be- are you lying to me? Yeah, which is the which I know people are like. Oh, that's such an obvious lie. That's actually better than most people lie in TV shows. Yeah, she just go like, uh, up, I don't know. She made something up. Like I can't. Like I just can't remember the name. And you don't always remember the name for things. I mean, if it's a really prestigious school that you're excited about, no, but it's still. She's just struggling with coming up with a human safe version yeah, of the Academy know, of the Dark Arts. I, I understand why. I understand why she was that. But like Harvey's, I know I love Harvey. Harvey's very insightful. So, um, she reveals that she's moving, and then she takes him to the Grove of Trees where she was born. Yeah, and where her dark baptism will take place. She, and she tells him everything. She explains it's basically about a bar mitzvah. She kind of opens up backwards. She's like, let me explain the dark baptism. Then I'll explain that I'm a witch. And uh, Harvey half believes her, but he kind of thinks that she's just running away from him. That she's making things up because she's scared because he said I love you. And Harvey doesn't even take this in the worst way I could imagine someone taking it. He literally is just confused. Well, he thinks it's his fault. He thinks yeah. that he caused her to say this. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a it's an interesting concept that like if it continued, would he have eventually like come around to it? But Sabrina panics. And panics the hardest I've ever seen anyone panic. And she magics his mind away. <laughs> she just removes his memory. Not just of telling him that he's a witch, of telling him that she's leaving. And then which, she's just like, Oh, we just got a little bit lost, but we're okay now. Which can I just say Everything that Sabrina does in this series is such a teen witch thing. Like, mm-hmm. if a teenager had witch powers, she would do it to be like, I told him, I opened my heart to heart this person, and it went slightly bad. Not the worst, but, like, there was pushback, and just, like, oh, I gotta stop all of this, and just panics and overwrites it all. It was kind of, it's also kind of a jerk thing to do to someone, to erase their memory. Yeah, but... but Sabrina's not supposed to be a perfect character. No one's supposed to be a perfect character. So she heads home. She updates Ambrose about what happened. And he's kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then she asks if he can help her with a spell. Because she needs to do something to the principal so that she can make her club to protect all of the girls. Yeah. So that when she leaves, she knows they're safe. Yeah. And Ambrose is like, cool, magic. Yeah. My grimmery is your grimmery. Yeah. Uh, little, did he, say, did he call it grimmery? Does he yeah. mean grimoire? Maybe he's a grimoire. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it would be. It, I didn't write anything down. Yeah, it's weird that you're mispronouncing something that he pronounced, but maybe that's what it is. He, I mean, he also. There's a lot of weird things in this. He also called Midnight the Witching Hour, which it's not. I the grimoire is in um, Wicked, so that's probably where I've. Well, because so Wicked uses made up words. Okay. Because it takes place in Oz. Okay, so rather than grimoire, grimoire. Yeah, they use yeah. makeup made up words. So. 
Sorry, anyway. I, I I got I got really focused on the fact that she says, "Let's do it at midnight," and he's like, "Ah, witching hour," and I'm like, "Ah, it's three a.m." Uh, he said near the witching hour, <laughs> three hours away. She's too young to stay up until three a.m. <laughs> to do, Sabrina, it is it is three a.m. You can't do magic right now. So, she then tells her aunts about the curse, and Aunt Zel- or Aunt Hilda very like calmly does a little magic. He's like, "Oh yeah, you got a blood curse yeah. on you." Yeah, she's, yeah, she's got to crack open an egg, and the egg will tell her if she's hex, and she's got a blood curse. Yeah, she's like, "So you just need to have some Epsom salt baths." Once again, you'll be fine. Once again, my favorite thing about this is how mundane it is, and like these, everyone's like, "Oh, not everyone." I can imagine people be like, "But they curse her. That's so terrible." But it's not because they literally are just messing with her. Yeah, because it clearly is very easy to get rid of. You just got to take a bunch. It's a, it's a pain more than anything else. So Hilda's very sad, and she's like, "Why would they do this?" And Zelda's like, "Because they're jealous. Because your father was amazing. He was the head of the school, and he did a, the magics." Yeah, Zelda's weird. And then uh, Sabrina points out, "You know, they made a statement that maybe the accident my parents died in wasn't an accident." Which I mean, she's like, "They implied this. They hundred percent just said it." That she's going to be dead, just like her parents. Yeah. And you think it was an accident? Maybe it wasn't an accident. Was it an accident? And Sabrina's like, they seem to imply that it might not have been an accident. And Zelda's like, of course it was. Italy. He was going to give a speech. Well, she 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 does a bad lie, which is an overly detailed lie. She gives something that's super rehearsed. Well, she's obviously told Sabrina this many times. <laughs> well, and also, she's clearly lying, yes. because her and uh, Hilda have a... Have an an eye contact of like, oh no. So Sabrina goes to her bath. She has a weird bath hallucination. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is our, what I mean by like, uh, he doesn't want her having sex, but he will get her naked. Because we get a jump cut to avoid her. He doesn't even cut away. He just cuts over the frames that would have Sabrina's butt in it. It's true. And then he doesn't use, like, I, he should have used the, I say he, I don't know who the editor was. Yeah. Um, or if there and was I'm sure editors. he didn't direct this episode I'm either, saying but. Roberto. I'm just referring to Roberto. I, whoever it was in, in charge of this, they should use more jump cuts so it wasn't so obvious that you were just jump cutting over her butt. <laughs> but she just hallucinates all over the place. It's fine. Yeah. She sees her parents. They're dressed like it's the 1930s because... Who cares about time? Because it's all times and no times. It's this year. No, it's this year. (laughs) (laughs) Which is all times and no times. Because it's definitely not 2018. It's this year. (laughs) Yeah, it's whatever year it is. It is that year. But it's not. No, Aaron. You're right, Aaron. It's this year. Halloween. Whatever year. It's not on. It can't be all years. It can only be years where Halloween's on a Friday. No, Aaron. With a blood moon. uh, It's this year. With a blood moon, which only happens once every 60 years. Yeah, which is this year. So she wakes up from her hallucination to realize it's spell casting time. Yeah. She goes, run downstairs, and I put a spell on you, plays. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, because why big music if it's not going to be very obvious? Now, it's very important to Sabrina that she is not going to kill the principal. She's just going to scare him. Yeah. We get some Ambrose like being like, oh, you could just kill him, though. She's like, No! I'm a good witch. No, he's scared of spiders. <laughs> so we're going to have spiders everywhere. That totally not creepy teacher told me in a totally not creepy way. She told me the worst fear of her principal. Kevin, you know what? Even if spiders was not his worst fear, it would be now. Yeah. Because there's spiders everywhere. Yeah. She makes... 
they do a spell. Uh, Ambrose is so cool when he does his, like, his rhymes are a lot better than Sabrina's rhymes. Mm -hmm. Um, Then spiders come out of everywhere. 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 Because they use, um, apparently, Hilda's familiars. Yeah. She has multiple familiars, apparently, are spiders. Yeah. I guess because spiders reproduce so quickly. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, But that that's in luck. And then they're just everywhere, like... On him. On him, on the TV. There's going inside him. Thousands upon thousands of spiders. So many spiders. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why some people don't like this show. Yeah, I mean, that's that's creepy, and it's fair. So she goes up to her room after the spidering. Yeah. And her window is open. <gasps> there's scratches on the window. And then she sees a demon. But it's a cat? Well, it's, uh, technically, they say that it's a goblin. It's a goblin. Oh, yeah, familiar as a goblin. Yeah, as a goblin takes on cat form. Can we see that we, like, we see it full on. We see its, its goblin form. And it's, it's creepy. It's real creepy. It's a real cool, like, scene that they decide, like, oh, let's just do it. That's what it is. But then she gets a cute little cat. Yeah, it's Salem. It's, it's the Salem. other half of Salem. Uh, And Zelda the next morning is like, why do you want a fer- feral familiar instead of one that's been bred to serve? And Sabrina's like, we're partners. His name is Salem. He told me. Yeah, he told me his name is Salem. I want to make it very clear, Aaron, that this is October Wednesday, October 29th, but they don't tell us if, if this is this year, Aaron. Well, they've traveled in time now. Yeah, maybe. But now they have the cat. We don't know. Last time they said it was it was October 28th of this year. Maybe a year went by, Aaron. I mean, it didn't. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Well, Kevin, everything's awry. She wants to postpone her baptism because she wants to have a conversation with someone to help her understand. She wants to talk to her rabbi is what she wants to do. She wants to make an educated decision about what she's going to sign her name to. Yeah, yeah. Because she's an intelligent feminist woman in 2018 or whatever year this year is. Yeah, (laughs) it's real. (laughs) There's there's this real, like, funny writing system where where they're like, you gotta sign your soul over to Satan. And she's like, why should Satan decide what I do with my body? And I'm like, I mean, good for you, good feminist, yeah. good feminist rhetoric. It's real weird when you're like, well, why should Satan decide? Well, what it is, is she's like, me and Harvey <laughs> took our relationship to the next level, and I'm not ready to leave him. And Zelda's like, oh, you have to be a virgin when you sign your soul over to Satan. <laughs> and then we're just like, excuse me. Why should Satan decide what I do with my body? It really sounds like Satan's going to have sex with her, right? I mean, which that is like classic witch things that a witch has, you know. Married to Satan. Yeah, has consorted with the devil in yeah. a biblical sense. But so, really, <laughs> after that weird, They're really skirting the boundary on this one. But Sabrina needs to meet with her rabbi. Yeah. She needs some counseling. Yeah. Well, yeah, essentially, we got a few facts about it. Apparently, if she doesn't do the dark baptism, her magic will fade. Mm-hmm. She won't have it anymore. But but Ambrose is like... You loved it. You love magic. Look, maybe you can give some help. This thing called a malin malice. It's essentially the fruit of knowledge. Yeah. It's an apple. Go eat the most beautiful <laughs> apple on the creepiest old tree in the orchard, but make sure there's no worms. Yeah. It's, it's, go, to, go to an orchard. Just any orchard. Find a really old tree. The oldest tree, if you will. The most beautiful apple. Did he mention beautiful apple? Or I don't know. Or an apple? Well, she finds the beautiful apple, so well, I, 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 think, I think she just says there will be an apple on the tree. That's the Malin Malice. And the raven is spying on them. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a very quick scene of Miss of Miss Who 
being like, no. <laughs> Who does more stilted dialogue explaining things that we have already figured out. Yeah, the Dark know. Lord wants Sabrina. We get it. We know that. We figured that out from the other scenes. Thanks. <sighs> so Roz is Sabrina's other friend. Excellent. I knew I read it down somewhere. Will Roz and Sabrina go to get the club, club approved? But oh, the principal's gone. So they're going to go to the vice principal, a woman. Well, assistant principal. It is the same thing. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know. I looked at you for a long moment because I was like. The reason I wrote that down is because they keep saying assistant principal. And I'm like, vice principal? Whatever. Maybe it's an American thing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they get their club approved and they find Susie and they're filled with joy. And they have named their club Wicca. Which is Women's a. Women's Intersexual Cultural and Creative Association. Man, they really. Like, push to make sure that would work. Yep. That, let's be clear. That came backwards. Like, that oh, yeah. was a... They had Wicca, and then they were like, what can we make to make it Wicca? There's a specific name for that for when... for Because if it's not, it's an acronym. If you go one way, if you right. go, like, you have the senses and you make an acronym of it. If you go the other way, there's another name for it. I don't remember what it is, though. Reverse acronym. Sure. <laughs> anyway, they're all very excited. And now Susie's going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. And then... There's a phone call in the library. And it's for Sabrina. <laughs> this library to, is real old. She's got to go to Mrs. Who's office. <laughs> in which case, Miss Who probes Sabrina in the most obvious. Sabrina feels like a smart girl who's aware of witchcraft. Who I feel like at this point should be like, Are you a witch? Are you a witch? <laughs> well, Are you a witch? <laughs> Apparently, Sabrina and Roz made Miss Who the faculty mentor for the club without asking her. <laughs> well, I mean, she was so, like... Yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, hey, you know what you should do? Kick out Mr. Hawthorne. And so, there's probing. She confides in the teacher about her worry. She's like, oh, I'm transferring, maybe, to a new school. Then, <laughs> a good school. But my friends... Miss Who all but jumps out of her chair and be like, oh, no, but this school sounds great, and your father used to be the headmaster? That's crazy. And she mm. puts her feet up, and this demon... I keep saying it's a demon, whatever it is, is so bad at keeping it cool. It's no chill. This demon has no chill is what it has. Yeah, and its only job is to make sure Sabrina signs the book, and maybe if they weren't so obsessed with her signing the book, she would <laughs> sign the book. It's like this demon is making her think more feminist thoughts, which makes her go, wait, I don't want to sign my life over to I a d- dark lord. I do like how this demon apparently appeared before they knew Sabrina was... Having doubts. Like, having doubts. They're just like, look, we're going to put you in her teacher just in case. I feel like the demon is making her doubts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you go either way, but really one way is better than the other way. Yeah, but which way is better than the other way? Exactly which way is better than the other way? The human way. Uh, I mean, I the, mean- <laughs> the, the school way. I gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. I like I like the idea of these two people talking to each other, and both of them know, know exactly what they're talking about, but neither one wants the other one to, <laughs> to know, know that what they know about. that they're talking about. Oh this, my god, it's like the worst improv scene to have to be in ever. This uh, this school certainly sounds interesting. Yes, it is an interesting school. What sort of things do you do at this school? It will help me grow my particular talents. <laughs> That's a good thing for a school to do for a young girl. Some young girls have talents and other young girls have better talents. And if you have better <laughs> talents, it's better for you to go to a better school. But what about my friends? <laughs> I... Sabrina, go be a witch. Go pick witching. God damn it. (laughs) 
Um, so we go back to the funeral home. Oh, very quickly. I do want to say that mm. she mentions Harvey, and I'm like, oh, man, Miss Wardell's going to kill Harvey. I, yeah. 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 So Ambrose is doing some funeral home stuff when he discovers things about the body that shake him to his he core. He discovers a mark. I mean, on... a few guesses beforehand of what the mark would be. I thought maybe he was going to be, like, on drugs so they couldn't take his blood. Yeah. I'm actually glad they went with a more, like... Yeah. Weirdly sane route than that. So what he discovers is that the boy is a witch. He has yeah. a witch's mark. He has a witch's mark. It's a mark that you can stab and won't bleed. Yeah, and Sabrina, I mean, not Sabrina, Zelda and Hilda sort of refuse to believe it, but then they do believe it. Yeah, and, the, and if that boy was actually killed, they're like, oh no, a witch hunter. Oh no. Oh no. And then Zelda is upset that they wouldn't have a closed <laughs> casket funeral because Long Pig has not been on the menu for so long. So Zelda wanted to, apparently, is also... Cannibalize wants, this boy. Yeah, wants to eat the boy, which... <laughs> which is a weird sidestep. Yeah, that's a that's a weird thing. Somehow these people are still... Somehow Ambrose, who's literally going to steal that boy's blood, and Zelda, who wants to eat the boy, are still less creepy than the coroner in Riverdale. <laughs> so, good for you. Short question. I know this is not that important and we yeah. do need to move on, but... Now that the boy is a witch, can they still use his blood in the ritual? I guess so. It's just they just human blood is better. Yeah, but I think they could use anyone's blood. The, the, the weird thing is they always want to put a, a hard designation between human and witch, but it's not always clear what that designation mm-hmm. is. Is witch blood worse than human blood? She still wants all the blood. So Oh, and we mentioned before, or we missed before, but we... Uh, Zelda and Hilda met with the parents of the boy yeah. who was adopted. Yes. So that's how he's a witch. And, and they're not. They're not. Yeah. Maybe important in the future. Who knows? Yeah. I think that, I think that's just so that, that he can be a witch and they have to worry about what the parents yeah. are. Yeah. So while this is happening, Sabrina and Harvey have a cute truck ride. They're going apple picking at an orchard. And Harvey <laughs> wants to get a pumpkin in case they have any trick-or-treaters. Now this orchard is so pretty on the front end. And then you get further in, and it gets a little bit plot-specific. Well, the oldest tree is clearly labeled with a sign that says, Old, old tree! tree. <laughs> now, now, Aaron, you know, that might not be the oldest tree. What if that's just an old tree? It's also in the middle of a hay maze. Yeah. Also, this, which, by the way, this tree, like, oh, it's towers Giant. over there. And there's no other trees, like, around it once we actually get to it. There's a clearing. Mm-hmm. All you think is, like... like Everyone would want to go to that tree. How is she the only one who wants to go through that creepy hay maze to the tree? Well, maybe she's just the only one who's good at the hay maze. But the only reason she's so good at it is, A, first she's using magic, and then B... Actually, I'm not entirely sure if she is using magic. I think she might just be doing, like, an eeny, meeny, miny, mo thing, but it just might be weird. Oh, maybe. I, I was also, It was like, shot like she was doing magic, uh, but... Mm, not enough tiff sh- tilt shift. Until the scarecrow comes to life and begins to chase her. Yeah, there's a super creepy scarecrow, and when it moves, it's still creepy. It is so well done. So the scarecrow... This is good use of tilt shift. The scarecrow is being controlled by Mrs. Who, who is basically using, like, a little voodoo doll of a scarecrow to yeah. chase her along. It's yeah. very... Good. She's very excited yeah. about it. I, I like how they're so concerned that if she takes that apple, it's going to be like, oh, don't be a witch. They have no faith in anything in <laughs> no. being a witch. Every it's... every single of like the higher up witches feel like they're like, no one would want to be a witch. We have to trick people into being witches. <laughs> which seems like the opposite. Being a witch seems awesome. Yeah. 
and for some reason they need well except for you know selling your soul to the devil yeah yeah so um salem scares her no saves her yeah yeah, he comes flying in tackles the scarecrow it's he's and he's in his full like goblin form yeah that's why i'm gonna call because they say goblins Um, um, and Mrs. Who was not expecting that. Yeah, she she just screams. She's so mad. So mad. He uh, is not happy that Sabrina's going to eat that apple, though. She, Sabrina looks at the tree. She sees one ripe apple and a whole bunch of green apples. Yeah. And Salem is like... I am very interested in Salem. I Of all the characters in this series, I am most interested in Salem. I am so happy that he doesn't talk. Yeah. Well, like, but he can. He just like he. Like, he only he, talks to Sabrina. No, but he he only talked at the beginning. He doesn't talk now. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe just don't. Do, I maybe, don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to talk yet. I don't know. The the point is that I love him so much because like there's there I feel like there's so much I can learn about him because he chose to be your familiar, but he has some stuff going on, mm-hmm. and he's clearly like better than other familiars. Yeah. Because he shapeshifted and saved her. Yeah. And now he's very distressed she's going to eat that apple. Yeah, but you don't know... Is, Why? Is he also worried that she won't be a witch then? Or maybe he just doesn't want her to have a creepy hallucination. Because it feels like he definitely, like, is a partner with her. Like, he trusts yeah. her. But and, I, and so he probably also wants her to be a witch, but... I know I'm very interested in Salem. That he, if I start, if I kept watching the show, he'd be the main reason why. Well, to be fair, she bites the apple, and the apple is delicious, <laughs> but then full of worms. So he may have just been like, "No, the worms." Um, no, I think that's part of like the creepy vision I where it's so like, like there's. Hang- I mean, essentially, she bites an apple and just has terrifying things happen. She there's hang witches. All those dead witches from the witch trials. The the tree cracks open and Baphomet comes out. And she the goat-headed is Satan. So stressed. Baphomet's so the goat. Upset. Baphomet's the goat one, right? Because Beelzebub is the bug. flies. Is flies. We've gone through this before. It's Baphomet. No, it's, ba- it's ba- Baphomet. Baph- <laughs> I think we Baphomet? talked about this like three weeks ago. It's Baphomet. Anyway, Baphomet comes up. Honestly, if I saw that, I'd be like, that seems unhelpful. Except for the fact that it's just so scary. And she's too young. Luckily, Harvey comes, and he shakes her out of her hallucination. Yeah, he nailed that maze. Yeah, and he was like, hey, why did you wait for me? I also like a maze. Actually, I think he just walked around it. <laughs> He's like, a maze? I'm going to walk around this. <laughs> Screw just, this. Like, we see the maze. The maze is not that big, and she's on the other side. She's not, like, enclosed in yeah. by anything. He just walked around. He's like, hey, I got all the pumpkins in the truck. Look, a cat! <laughs> and Sabrina's like, yes, there's so many now. There's so many fun things in the area. <laughs> I feel like she took a little bit more from him when she did the memory thing. Because I feel like after she kissed him, he's a little dumber, right? He may be. But you I know, think, Kevin, I think she messed up. When you're 15 and you're so in love. But he was 15 and in love before this moment. <sighs> I don't know. Then more blurry shots. Yep. And then Sabrina gets home. The tilt shift goes wild. It's full. It's so much that we get, like, half of her face is blurred, and then, like, the back half is blurred. And, like, it's, like, a hand cam. It honestly hurts to watch. It is way too much. Yeah, I don't... Well, the reason that this is happening is Sabrina comes into the house, and she wants a family meeting because she's made her decision. Yeah, but there's a dapper man with a cane. It's her rabbi! (laughs) It's her rabbi! <laughs> it's his, the high priest. And his name, because of course it is, is Faustus Blackwood. 
because you can't have that name and not be a witch. I mean, that's not his real name, right? No. He picked that as baptism. Yeah, he... And then he just kept it. Well, he is the man who took over her father's position. Yes, he's the high priest of the Church of Night. And she's special. He's, he's like, why? You have to do this. What can I do to convince you? He's got long nails and a cane. Yeah, he's real creepy. He is a witch. I guess a warlock. We but know. <laughs> he is a witch with a capital W. Yep. And she's then, so special. And then the end credits. And that Ooh. is the cliffhanger for part one, episode one, chapter one. Well, I watched chapter two. Is good. Yeah. yeah. You should watch it. As I said, I legitimately might actually yeah, I, watch this. I have other stuff to do, like writing. I know. <laughs> maybe that's why Maybe that's why I didn't feel like writing today, because I was like, I just want to watch more Sabrina. That, 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 that could happen. And but like, it's good. It's teaching me a lot about exposition. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know who the writing team is on Sabrina. They need to move some of them over to Riverdale. Yeah. Because they're good. They know how to pace. They know how to, like introduce information except for whoever's writing mrs who <laughs> that's the riverdale team <laughs> <laughs> they're just like hey uh, can we do a little outsourcing this is a teacher we know you guys like to write teachers she's a sexy teacher yeah oh i mean they they do the they do that moment where she turns the familiar like ah hello my familiar a raven ah we're here to make sure that sabrina signs in that book my raven, my familiar. And see, if this woman was not trying so hard to make Sabrina sign the book, she wouldn't have even had these second thoughts. Maybe. This woman encouraged her to have her feminist club, which is what made her go, wait, why does Satan tell me what to do about my body? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because no one else was indulging those thoughts. I guess her friends were, but they were just doing, you know, teenage things. Yeah. Shouting buzzwords at each other. I love Sabrina. My fa- my favorite thing about this series is that they're real upfront at Satan. They're not they're not like they see the Dark Lord for a while, but as they're born, they're just like yeah, Satan, Satan. You know, you know, we'll we'll give your soul to Satan. Apparently, um, the Satanic Temple is like suing them. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure. But like, but it's it's no different than when you watch Supernatural and God is like a there. character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Sabrina. Like, the character of Sabrina. She is a way more interesting, strong woman. She is what Veronica thinks she is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the best thing about Sabrina is that she's also just, like, very... She's confident where she needs to be confident, but is, like... Unsure where she needs to be unsure. Yeah, she is... I don't know. I I really like, and I th- I think I've seen people be like, ah, oh, she's mean or something. She's but, mean? But some people are mean. Yeah. She's she's not a perfect character. No one should be a perfect character. And the thing is, and if like, she like, was good and feminist and loyal and sweet, people would be like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. Where are her flaws? Like, 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 honestly, the honestly, her telling Harvey and then freaking out and immediately wiping his memory is a pretty dark thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and even, like, the entire reason why um, uh, Miss uh, Who was poking her to punish Hawthorne is because you want her to give into darkness. And though Hawthorne is, like, a terrible person, what what she was doing is being like, hey, there's no other choice. You have to punish him. You but have to do... She doesn't kill him. She just yeah. spooks him a little. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's I will, baby steps. What I will tell you is he comes back to school yeah. oddly soon. Uh, I guess he just needed, like, a spa day. 
to recover from all them spiders. I mean, that makes sense. He still has he he's been set out as like a workaholic. Yeah. So I imagine like he never takes a day off. Oh, and he's you know, his life is very sad. He just hangs out in front of a TV with a TV tray. Sad, lonely apartment house. Yeah. Really, really, he's just a guy who doesn't want anything to change. He wants nothing to rock his boat. In a different world, he would be the hero of his own TV show. This poor white man who just is comfortable and all these hooligan teenagers are running around, pulling <laughs> sure. up girls' t-shirts and yeah. making spiders come. Yeah. Well, it's 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 important to know that, that like like essentially with the it's so weird the teacher was like oh you should punish Hawthorne to get this other thing going rather than just being like oh because I feel like if she forced her to punish the football players that would be a lot more feed into rage right but she's not trying to make her feed into rage she's trying to make her understand how she can use her powers to benefit the things that she wants I don't even I don't I think she's trying to like think like long term games gains not short term reward. My, 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 the thing about that when I feel like that is that she's not Miss Who whoever it is that's taking control does not seem very good at planning. I don't don't get me wrong. I like this whatever this demon thing inside of her is who is like not not incompetent but is clearly trying her best mm. and is working for. I would imagine Faustus. Satan. Well, yes, but they're all working for Satan in some way. Aaron, aren't we all working for Satan in some way? We're all doing our best. We're all just doing doing our best for Satan. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Which is weird because this is not a CW show. It's Warner Brothers, but it's... Warner Brothers is CW. Yeah, it's weird. It's not connected to CW as much as other things are, but it's also is... Hey, what's your CW moment, Aaron? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic sat down to watch a TV show with its sad TV tray only to be covered by drama like so many spiders? That's a great question. You know, I think I have to say. It honestly is a kind of difficult one for the show. It's pretty. I I think it's the teacher becoming sexy. Like, (laughs) what what else can you. Why? Why is that the choice that that it had? It's a witch, right? It's just a witch. Yeah, it's just a witch. Witch possessed. I keep saying a demon. Yeah. Because she didn't possess her. She just became her. She shapeshifted into her. Yeah. Well, but she. Because I think it's because she did the demon voice when she was. Oh, yeah. She did a a creepy, Um, creepy voice. Yeah. So I keep saying a demon. Um, Yeah. I think I have to do that. Like. (laughs) It's a very, like, cliche thing to do. And it makes sense in almost nothing. Yeah. It's just did it because. Yeah. Well, unless it was the idea is that, like, oh, I'm going to possess this person and make him sexy to seduce someone else. But she's not trying to seduce Sabrina. No. I mean, unless if the, the unless if Roberto has a thing he wants to do in all his shows, she's just like being herself, but in her new body, I guess. Which is <laughs> so. Miss Who's just doing Miss Who. Yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Um, Tim did also do a Miss Who moment because Go for she's it. got a lot of things. There's actually not a honest a lot of. There's a lot of drama in this. There's not. So I decided to grab a moment that's more of a weird character decision they decided to add in, which I don't, I don't think is probably going to add in in general. Which is the fact that Zelda wants to eat people. Yeah, yeah, it's 
it's a random dark moment to add in that Zelda also wants to end maybe like you watch a, another episode or two does that is that a thing a recurring thing about her that she wants to eat people when Hilda annoys Zelda, yeah. Zelda kills her and buries her on, like, an ongoing thing. I know that. I know that part, because you see that in the, yeah. um, and then the trailer. Hilda, you know, takes Yeah, comes herself. back. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she is twisted. But it's it's almost like that line is a holdover from a previous version of the script, and they were like, maybe we don't take well, them quite that far? Well, it's almost like that line was added to be like, oh, just like just keep drilling in how much like oh, look how moral, look how edgy Zelda is. But she's not edgy. She's like a stick in the mud. Yeah, if she, like, like yeah. Yeah, aunt. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's it, it's a little bit, her character's a little bit um, It almost seems like that? a trailer line, except yeah. that it wasn't in any of the trailers that we watched. Yeah. 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 If, if at no point in the first season she eats a person, then it is just a throwaway line. Also, that's a weird thing. I don't think that's what witches do. Yeah. Witches well, don't eat people. Don't witches eat babies? Um, I mean, well, the, the, the thing to always keep in mind about this is it's all rumors and stuff. <laughs> that's true. Look at why asked that like that was real. Do witches eat babies? Uh, <laughs> hey, witches, can you tell me? Um, I think there are, um, huh. I'm trying to think of like, it also depends on what they want to take from witches. They they took some fun things like from witch mythology to like use, but I'm not sure if eating babies is an actual thing or, or just the steal, thing that they. Or st- I know they do things to babies, like they would make babies into witches or things like that. So, like you you know keep witch away from your baby. But I'm not sure if it's straight up just like a witch will eat a baby. Witches like to eat babies. I mean, there's like the witch. There's like the Hansel and Gretel witch who wants to eat kids. That's I don't true. think it's a common enough thing that they can like. Also, apparently Hilda was off put by that. Yeah, Hilda so, did not want to eat that yeah, boy. So maybe just Zelda is a can- cannibal. For those well, questions, it's a cannibalism because. But is it because she's eating humans, not witches? And we don't know what the what the actual. It, it could be like it's one of those weird things. Like like so in in my book, I have wizards and humans, and I treat them as their. Everyone sort of treat everyone sort of treats them as kind of like there's a blurry line between the two. Mm-hmm. This one I'm not sure if they want to do a blurry line because sometimes they're like, "Oh, you're half witch, half." Well, she's she is a half breed, so yeah. they definitely are not into humans. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Food for thought. Long pig for thought. Ew. <laughs> How will Faustus Blackwood convince Sabrina? Will Sabrina retell Harvey that she's leaving? Who mutilated that boy in the woods? Are you, is this Sabrina or is this Riverdale? I don't know anymore. Oh, that's fair. And just all this and more another time on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast. <laughs>